Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Micah lazed back on the sofa in Lynn's living room, legs stretched out lazily on Kaylin's lap as he closed his eyes and enjoyed the sun streaming through the windows onto his skin. If he wasn't so damn comfortable, he might have made the effort to go and sunbathe outside properly. Eh, when the sun moved so it was no longer shining on him, then he would go and seek it out. Sort of like a cat he supposed, but his mother had always joked he was more kitten than baby. What with his ears and tail and the way his pupils got big when he got mad or excited. The only problem with moving outside was that Kaylin would refuse to come. Whereas Michael loved the sun, the half-elf seemed to avoid it at all costs. No wonder why he was so pale despite his mother's skin tone. Apparently he just burnt up immediately, and no matter how much Micah tried to persuade him to come out just for a little bit, it always fell on deaf ears. So for now, he was perfectly happy to stretch out on a comfortable sofa, pointing and flexing his feet idly. Although it wasn't long until he started to get bored, wanting more attention from Kaylin than he was currently getting. Can you rub my feet? he asked with a lilt in his voice, gently prodding at Kaelin's side with his toes. Kaelin squirmed at the contact, swatting lazily at Micah's shin while keeping his attention trained on his book. I'm not rubbing your feet, he responded, not really paying attention and that was a criminal offence in Micah's eyes. Come on, please, Micah whined, wriggling his legs on top of Kaelin's lap to try and make him pay more attention. It was unsuccessful. Not a chance. Go and whine at Lynn, he'll do it for you, Kaelin answered. But his hand still fell to Micah's shin to start slowly rubbing his hand over it. It was a tiny gesture, one that probably wouldn't have registered for anyone else. But Micah? Micah had been around Kaelin enough to recognise that simple action. Kaelin talking without words. Please stay. And Micah would. It wasn't just because he didn't want to bother Lynn, it was that right now he was enjoying his time with Kaelin. Their relationship had been complicated, to say the least. Micah could remember having the biggest crush on him when he was a kid, but Kaelin had already had his own family going, and he knew that it would never be reciprocated. And then, after Liliana and Mario were gone, well, Kaelin changed. He dropped into a depression so deep Micah was sure he would never get out of it again. There had been a few years between Kaelin's depression and 
Micah travelling the country where they had never even seen each other. Micah got the occasional update from Kaylin's parents, sure, but that wasn't the same as seeing him. And then, three years ago, they had bumped into each other again, in one of the small towns in the middle of the country. Kaylin was looking better than he had before the death of his family. He had gained back all the weight he had lost, and his face was much less gaunt. It wasn't long to figure out why when Micah offered him a drink and he declined, mentioning that he was completely teetotal. It had been a relief of sorts. It wasn't that Micah didn't dabble in some lighter drugs from time to time, but Kaelin? Kaelin had gone off the deep end and hard. That night they had slept together for the first time. And although Kaelin had gone early the next morning, he had left with a promise that he wouldn't leave it so long again. Which was, in all fairness, a promise that he had kept. They met up around the country, both planned and accidentally, and more often than not, they would fall into bed with one another. It had become a ritual of sorts. They would meet again, fall around, and then move on with their lives. And then, when Hiroki had died, he turned up at the funeral, held Micah close as he cried. He didn't talk, didn't try to offer words of condolences like the other people did. Just lay with him in bed when he was tired of caring for his mother, tired of putting on a brave face when they held their own funeral for his parents' old teammate. After a week, Kaelin had told him he would be going down south over the winter, seeing if there were any leads into the men he had threatened to kill down there. He had kissed Micah goodbye, and then ruined it by messing up Micah's hair like he did when they were kids. They had no name for it, no definition for this strange relationship they had, but Micah didn't mind. He never pushed, never asked Kaelin for more, because he didn't want to scare him away. Would he want to date him? Yeah, in a heartbeat, but he was fine with this, too. He was worried that it was going to stop now Lynn was in the picture, but it hadn't. Kaelin had come into his room a few days after he had arrived, with the same predatory grin on his face that never failed to make Micah weak at the knees. And so it settled into a kind of pattern. Micah would fall around with both of them separately. They definitely knew what was going on, if the jokes made around the dinner table was anything to go by. A little voice in his head told him that he needed to sit down and communicate, but he didn't want it to blow up in his face. They were all happy how they were right now, why would he risk ruining all of that? It would be stupid. He could continue on like this in the long term, he felt. He'd always preferred living life loosely, never planning further than a couple of days ahead. He wouldn't stay here forever, he knew that. He knew that accepting a life with Kaelin meant saying goodbye to ever being a husband or a father, and that wasn't something he could even begin to consider. But for now, this was fun. And 
it didn't look like the fun would be stopping anytime soon. Spending time with Lynn was always different to spending time with Kaylin. Whereas Kaylin still showed him affection in his own way, Lynn would almost smother him with it. Micah loved it. He was lying with his head in Lynn's lap, the other man running his hands through his hair as Micah's tail swished happily and he purred loudly at the attention. A part of him felt maybe a little guilty that he seemed to have completely pulled Lynn away from the sketches he was doing. But it was a very small part, and the side of him that was enjoying the attention drowned it out quickly. Lynn always wanted to talk a lot more than Kaylin did as well. Whereas Kaylin was happy with sitting in silence, and Micah didn't mind that per se, he just much preferred filling that silence with talk. They spoke about anything and everything. Micah told tales of his time on the road, or myths and legends that his mother had taught him as a kid. It was a part of his profession to be a storyteller, and he was proud of it. Proud of the way Lynn seemed absolutely enraptured with him, hanging on his every word. There were times when his hands stopped moving in Micah's hair, he was so distracted by the imagery Micah was weaving with his words. It did much more to Micah's ego than he cared to admit. Not that he was complaining. It was almost like being in paradise having two men giving him nearly all of their attention, all day, every day. Not that he didn't leave them alone once in a while, it was just nice, knowing that the option was there for him when he needed it. Lynn would tell him stories too, once Micah got tired of telling his own. They were mostly old elvish legends, ones that were obviously passed down from parent to child, and Micah had never heard of a lot of them. A few myths and legends of various gods, and whereas Micah knew a lot of them, the way that Lynn told them was refreshing, in a way. With the words of someone who may not have been there, but wasn't too many generations away from the people who were. He had so many more little facts and facets that Micah had never heard before, and he was already starting to work them into his own stories when the time came for him to tell them again. That particular morning, Len was talking about some of his experiences growing up in the house. How he used to lock himself away in the family library with food he had snuck from the kitchen for days on end when he found a new series of books he wanted to read. Micah had never really found the appeal of long sessions of reading. He liked the occasional book, of course, but spending a week doing nothing but reading seemed quite incredibly boring. It made him double-take when Lynn changed topics so abruptly it almost gave him whiplash. If he were to really think about it, he could almost admit that it was better this way. It gave him a lot less time to start panicking about what it might mean. What are we? he asked quietly, while he was drawing lazy patterns on Micah's chest. There were a million clever responses on Micah's lips, an unnerving number of jokes and quips which were meant to detract away from the seriousness of the situation. He'd never been in a relationship before. He mostly just slept with people one or two times in some inn somewhere, 
before they went on their separate ways. The closest he had ever gotten was whatever he and Kaelin had in the last couple of years. And here was this gorgeous elf who lived in a literal mansion, relaxing with him in a drawing room while they waited for our home-cooked meal to finish. It was the stuff of fairy tales. It was... paradise. We're whatever you want us to be, he finally answered, in his twitching in curiosity as he looked up at Lynn. It was an odd angle to be having such an important conversation, but he liked... he liked the closeness of it all. Okay, that doesn't help, Lynn chuckled, and Micah noticed the slight dip of his ears showing the worry he was feeling. I mean, people who are just sleeping around with each other don't do this, do they? Did you want something more? Micah took a moment to consider it. Boyfriends? He asked hesitantly, looking up to Lynn with big eyes. Or just dating, with no real names on each other. What does Kaylin think about it? Lynn took another moment to pause and think, before smiling wide. Boyfriends? Sounds good. And he suggested it. He doesn't mind, as long as it's you. And we're practically there anyway, right? We live together and all the rest of the things that go with that. We don't need to put a name on it, Micah suggested before regretting it when Lynn's face screwed up. Or if you want to put a name on it, that's fine too. Should we say boyfriends? Boyfriends works, right? Lynn's face relaxed almost instantly, smiling down at Micah before leaning over in order to pull him into a kiss. Micah smiled straight back into it, shuffling up on the sofa to sit more fully in his lap than he had been before. Boyfriends is perfect, Lynn smiled, wrapping his arms tightly around Micah's waist and pulling him close. Just like you, you're perfect too. Micah grinned, resting his forehead against Lynn's gently. I know I am. Lynn's bed was bigger than the one Micah was staying in. It was plenty big enough for three or maybe four people, and Micah couldn't help but wonder whether Lynn had tried it before. It was comfortable with two, with just the kind of mattress that Micah loved. He wondered whether it was some sort of magic. After all, he knew from experience that he preferred a much different mattress to Kaelin, and Kaelin didn't seem to complain about having to sleep in it every night. The other wonderful thing about it was the number of pillows and blankets that seemed to be permanently in place on the bed. It satisfied his instinct to nest, along with his instinct to be somewhere warm and safe, and he loved being able to bury himself under the blankets and talk to Kaelin through them despite the way it muffled their voices. Kaelin would just have to deal with it. He shuffled over onto his front, stretching his legs out below him and his arms up above, to poke out the top of the duvet next to Kaelin's head. He knew that the half-elf was too claustrophobic to come up underneath the blankets with him, but that didn't mean he couldn't continue to bug him from down here. 
Come hug me, he whined, wriggling his hips a little to try and force his tail to wrap around Kaylin's waist. He couldn't move his tail per se, but he seemed to be able to gently suggest where it went, and today it seemed particularly suggestible because it quickly moved up to pull Kaylin in tightly. Come up here and I'll give you a proper hug, Kaylin slurred back, and Micah could tell he was nearly half asleep. It was always a particular skill of his to fall asleep in a second no matter where he was. Micah kind of wished he could too, but soon he would have to go back to his own bed and whereas it was comfortable and he had been slowly hoarding all of the pillows and blankets he could find, it still wasn't as nice as this bed. They hadn't really discussed all sharing a bed yet, even though Micah was fairly certain that the three of them were officially dating now. It was another case of just not really wanting to rock the boat by asking something about it, even with as much as it saddened him every time he had to crawl out of bed when it came time to properly sleep, he knew it would hurt more if he caused an argument and had to put a stop to this thing altogether. But Lynn was still in his office working through some paperwork, which meant he still had some time to enjoy lazing around like this. He shuffled closer to Caleb, scrambling to lie on top of him and flop down heavily. He grinned as Kaelin huffed out a breath of disapproval, and he could understand why. Micah has always had more meat on his bones than Kaelin did, despite being shorter. He wasn't fat, but he definitely wasn't as skinny or defined as Kaelin. Add to that the fact that Kaelin struggled to lift things even a ten-year-old could easily lift, and it was probably a little mean of him to do that. But Kaelin didn't seem to protest too loudly, just a quiet whine when he brought his arms up around Micah's shoulders. Micah rested his cheek on Kaelin's shoulder, starting to purr loudly in contentment. How do you put up with this bed if you hate being under the covers? He asked with a smile, not quite content to keep silent this time. I just don't go under them, Micah. It's not wizardry, Kaelin responded, and... Micah swore he could hear him rolling his eyes. But don't you end up, like, pulling them up over your head in the middle of the night? Nesting instincts taking over, Micah asked curiously, one ear twitching enough to tap incessantly on Kaelin's chin. If he minded, he at least didn't say anything. I don't nest like you do. I'm not going to burrow myself in like a hamster in the middle of the night. If I did that, it would probably make my claustrophobia even more hellish, Kaelin responded with a chuckle, starting to rub small circles on Micah's back. If he wasn't purring before, he would surely be purring now. Yeah, it feels pretty self-destructive, Micah yawned, daring to close his eyes for a moment. I should go back to bed. I'm going to fall asleep. There was a moment's pause, a moment where Micah's anxiety would have started to rise if it wasn't for how tired he was. I'm sure Lynn wouldn't mind you staying, Kaylin responded, and Micah was so close he could feel his words vibrate up through his chest. 
if you wanted to sleep with us. At least for tonight, we can discuss it more tomorrow. Micah was endlessly glad that Kaylin had brought it up, and he was even more pleased at what specifically he said. There was nothing in the world that he wanted more right now than to be able to sleep through until morning in this bed, with the two people he could finally call his boyfriends. Lynn snuck into the room in the early hours of the morning. He hadn't heard Michael leave and didn't want to interrupt the two of them if they didn't want him around. And plus, if Kaylin did fall asleep, at least he would have someone there if he woke up from a nightmare. But now it was getting really close to sunrise, and whereas Lynn didn't mind pulling all-nighters, Kaylin had made it clear he didn't like him doing it. It was getting close to the deadline, so he risked to poke his head in through the door to look. He assumed Micah was the huge pile of purring blankets in the middle of the bed, and could easily see Kaylin had kicked off most of the covers and had his arm around Micah through the sheets. Lynn could understand, Kaylin sometimes had trouble with his body heat, and Micah was like a heater wrapped in a small bundle. Lynn knew he should go and sleep somewhere else, maybe in Micah's bed, but he couldn't fight against the pull of going to nest with them. He could always stay away from touching them, that seemed like it would be crossing too many boundaries. But surely they wouldn't mind him sliding into bed next to them. He stripped down to his boxes quickly, grabbing some of the blankets that weren't already commandeered by Micah and it wasn't long until he was deep in a trance. Less than ten minutes later, Micah's arm stuck out from Andre's cave of pillows, grabbing Lynn and pulling him closer. Lynn was powerless to protest. 